Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is dating. I, I specifically wanted to talk about this topic because dating's a whole thing on its own. But I think people don't understand that when you're in the LGBTQ community, it's like next level. Gating. Gating. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many extra... <laughs> What was it called? Molehills? Is that a thing? That's not. I would never use that word, but I... <laughs> hurdles. Hurdles is what I was looking for. There's so many more hurdles that you need to kind of navigate going through it. It's a whole other level out here. It's a lot, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. I think we should start like going way back to trying to date before you're out. Yeah, before you were like a fully formed human. Yeah, mm-hmm. because... A lot of my followers, they're younger, maybe in high school, and they haven't come out, and I get messages all the time asking me, cool, I know all the tips on like how you'd date if I was an out adult, but how do I find someone that might be interested when I can't even really show who I am? Secretly. Yeah. Good luck. You do it secretly. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> exactly. It's tough, though. It is hard, yeah. Because you're also putting a lot of trust in the other person that they're going to keep your secret. Yeah. Did you date before you were out? I did. Yeah. I, well, uh, I dated women Okay. before I was out. I don't think I dated any guys before I was out. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of just like, my parents came out for me, and then it was just <laughs> slutty dates from there. <laughs> really went <laughs> zero to a hundred. <laughs> So you didn't even have... I think it's fairly common that people come out because they have a significant other. No. You were single yeah. when you came out. I was out. like, gay but lonely. <laughs> so, there That's was that. cool. <laughs> I, you know, I think I had a different experience. I guess I slowly came out to different people in my life, whether it was like family members or friends, as I was dating different people. Right. And I feel like this is pretty common. It's more of a need than a want at that point it was stopping me and creating so many barriers in my personal relationships that I was almost cool with it being on the DL when it was just me but as soon as it was affecting my ability to share my connection with another human being that's when it was tough for me a definite drawback yeah you can't post on the Instagram well can't get those likes if you follow me on Instagram you know that would be really tough yeah I'm like overshare you wouldn't be able to have an Instagram (laughs) it would just be it would be all axed off yeah I guess from who's on my email fucking rude ass phone (laughs) oh no (laughs) that's Mm, so rude very rude homophobic (laughs) um so you you dated guys in high school didn't you yeah I did let's start like Let's just the first go, go dates. In. Let's talk. Okay. This is where it gets tough, right? Mm-hmm. Before you even really know who you are. Looking back, I'm like, that was gay. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it was the classic. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Looking back, it was gay. It was super Hindsight gay. is 2020 and also <laughs> gay. At the time, it was just like, I remember thinking specifically, oh yeah, me and, like, this girl, like, like each other. But I didn't even say... I don't know if I said that. It just didn't cross my mind. It was almost like I was just going through the motions. But I never said anything to myself. I wasn't, like, self-aware. Or it was just, like, so out of what I expected for myself in the social norm. Right. That I didn't even, like, comprehend what was going on. So I definitely had connections to women growing up, looking back, much more than men. 
I confused the fact that I was drawn to being best friends with guys and that connection. The trick. Right? Mm -hmm. With, okay, yeah, I must like guys. Yeah. It it was almost reversed looking back. My connection to guys seemed deeper, but that's because I was deeply friends with them. Yeah. And my connections to girls was much more admiring, maybe from a farther perspective, um, crushing on people. Admiring their perspective (laughs) i'm sure (laughs) but at the time i just thought oh i don't really connect with women as friends when really i think it was that i was nervous to talk to women none of that comprehended at the time like looking back it's beyond obvious and hilarious loud and clear gay yeah definitely so um you know, and I did the whole hooking up with girls at parties and... But, you know, we talked about last podcast that a girl could do that a million times. No one's going to peg you as being gay. Nobody's going to peg you. <laughs> so. So, there you go. <laughs> Whereas if you had made out with boys at parties, they you would have been would like... peg me. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been pegged, pegged all day long. <laughs> so hard, so fast. Pegged. <laughs> so, then... I remember specifically thinking with the long, longest term relationship I had with a guy, I remember thinking we're best friends. And then one night we hooked up. It was actually my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Happy birthday. Woo. Um, and after it happened, both of us kind of had this conversation and it literally went like this. We're best friends. And then it was fun hooking up. So we should date. Like that's, that was our reasoning. Like, that was the equation. Like, okay, we're best we have friends. this part and yeah, this part. Exactly. So it only makes sense. Looking back, that's just ridiculous. Like, there was never that inherent connection of being interested in someone in that way. It was very much a best friend up until the point that we hooked up. From there, it was like, okay, well, we have both halves. Like, it only makes sense. Should we do this? I guess. Literally. Why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we? It just makes sense. So we kind of went on that point. And looking back throughout our relationship, it very much continued on with that physical side and the best friend side. Mm -hmm. It was someone to go to parties with. It was someone to plan parties with or trips with. Um, We had the same group of friends. We would go to parties and do our own things at the parties and then just be in the same ride home together. Um, so carpooling, yeah, it's a very, very important part of a modern day relationship. So you, you did have that. You did have that down. So it was one of those things that, like, I'm in no way going to deny that there wasn't love there. There was totally love there. It's just not. I think I confused the type of love that it was. Totally. I think I had a very deep love for the person they were, the person that they made me feel like, and my connection to them as a best friend. And that's why it hurt just as much when we broke up because I was losing a friend. I've the exact same thing happened to me, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, what's 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 your hetero story? <laughs> Here we go, my hetero story. <laughs> um I dated well I like I'm still super close friends with both of these girls. So yeah. hey, shout out to you guys if you're listening. But <laughs> maybe you're not. Maybe this breakup still hit you. So um they're still better. They're still better. Um, leaving hate comments on our fucking <laughs> podcast. Uh, so I started dating this girl in, I think we were in grade nine or 10. It's all kind of a hetero blur, but you know, as most things are. Yeah. And we dated for like quite a while. I think it was like eight or nine months and we were decently like close. We'd go on dates, but it also was the same kind of thing that like you confuse the love. Like mm-hmm. I definitely was like, this is, she's a great person. Like 
like I'm very happy spending time with her. Yeah. But there's like just not that connection. And me mm-hmm. being a, a little straight boy at the time was like, you know what it is? I just don't like her. Yes. I was like, it all makes sense. Yes. Like I like everything is perfect. Like we're like I women, yeah. Yeah. But it's her. It's, it's her. Yeah, it's just you don't have that connection with yeah, that Yeah, and I was like, totally. I just like, I don't feel that, like, that draw, but it's her. It's just, it's her, you know? <laughs> you know, when, pe- when people break up, it's like, it's not you, it's me. I'm like, it was the opposite for me. <laughs> it's not me, it's absolutely you. You, you're you, not stepping up to the plate here. You're, you're the problem. And you know, it's funny, because <laughs> after you said that, I'm thinking about it. My shorter term relationship before that guy I was just talking about was another guy that was also my best friend that mm. I dated for, like, a month or something. And it was him. And it was him. It was him. I broke up. I was like, you know, we're best friends. Like, I love spending time with you. I love you as a person. But you're not doing enough. Just something, you're not really stepping up here. <laughs> so, unfortunately, I'm going to have to move along. <laughs> I'm going to have to say next to you. Yeah. There's no rose for you tonight. <laughs> um, and then, so, I was like, it's her. And then at the same time, I was very good friends with my other friend. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I really love spending time with her. Like, I think, like, she's the one, you know? She is the one. So the first girl I did, we broke up. It was shitty. Like, all breakups are. Even if, like, I think that's what sometimes people don't understand. Um, And I get a lot of people that message me that are confused by that. They're like, I don't get it. I really feel like I'm gay or bi or whatever it is but because of my dating past and how I felt in those moments it's not lining up yeah first of all I think it's so exhausting to try and box yourself in based on your dating history everyone needs to stop doing that and second of all I think that if you're an emotional person and you're someone who easily connects to people and you have a lot of love to give it's really easy to confuse those types of love exactly until you've had a longer term relationship with someone who fits better in your identity fulfills all of it fulfills all of it right so like those breakups were rough for me that's also like people are always like when did you know you were gay blah 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 like you lied to your so you were like faking and i was like not at all if i fucking would have known i probably would have been like oh i'm gay like that's not how it works so first i was like it's you it's definitely you. Yeah. So I dated this other girl, and also there was like drama too, because like they were oh. friends, and the first girl went to a different school, and then like found out that I was like dating her yeah. like old best friend, and then they stopped talking. Guy. Like, not only did I like cause breakups, but I had like <laughs> drama around them, which is so fucking jokes. Oh my god. Like, so jokes. Um, so then I was like, she's the one, this is it. And then we also dated for like nine months. Yeah. And I was like, mm, okay, <laughs> okay, something's, something's not adding up yeah. here. Mm-hmm. It's her. <laughs> yeah. um, and then eventually after that, I was like, okay, I think there's obviously something deeper uh-huh. going on. But still to this day, like none of it was a lie. And I also no. have said like, if I felt that draw to like either of them, like they're both people that I would totally have like dated or like continued to date you know like there are people that I spend time with now and I'm like if we had that attraction or we had that missing part like it'd be great but we just don't it's just not there yeah and one of them still says that I was like her best boyfriend so because like we went on dates and stuff I just like didn't touch them (laughs) (laughs) and here's the thing I, I love that you brought up the faking thing yeah because I think that people forget 
how heteronormative our society is. Totally. And what I mean by that, for people listening that haven't heard that before, is that every part of growing up says that you're supposed to be something that fits in a heterosexual box. So the even idea that you could not fit in that box often doesn't even cross your mind. It's not like you're dealing with that idea for some people you are but it's not necessarily like you're dealing with that idea since you're for like oh i think i'm gay but i'm supposed to be doing this for some people you're just on the ride and you're hearing all these normal social structures okay when i get to high school i'm supposed to get a boyfriend and then i'm supposed to you know get older and get married and have kids with him and it's so well i was like i enjoy this person's company yeah so we should date yeah that's it's just what the way that does. it's supposed to go because yeah. it's a, a male and a female that are close and feel this close bond. Yeah. So that just makes sense. That's what the way it's supposed to go. Exactly. So it's at no point that I was faking any of it. I definitely at the time felt it was completely real, was completely open to having those relationships for true relationships. Yeah. It wasn't a cover up. It wasn't. But also like. Fuck, how much time do you think I have? Like, do you think I'm really going to fake something for nine months? Exactly. Like, do you think I'm going to spend all that money on, like, sushi and movies? <laughs> no. Yes, like, exactly. Like, no. I baked you cupcakes every birthday. I don't have time like, for that. No. <laughs> I, like, worked at, like, a grocery store. Like, I didn't yeah. have the income to be faking no, a relationship. but you love them as a person and you I still love them as people. Exactly. Yeah. And um, I think that that was important for me to say. And the other thing is, is that none of those people turned me gay oh both. that i, I think get both a lot of them too me gay, though. <laughs> you're like i completely disagree. i'm like yeah no it, it was them <laughs> it was them you were completely straight and then they gave up as much like obviously that's such a lie and yeah. that's like so rude to say but that's like a constant joke in our friend group yeah. which is terrible but it's also yeah. like pretty hilarious it's funny i i had one of the guys that i had dated previously come Did up he ask to me you? and was like what went wrong like <laughs> i was like you're like well <laughs> I was born a lesbian, so... Yeah, it's been terrible from the start. Thanks, mom. (laughs) (laughs) So that's another thing, too, is that it's not like something happened. It's not like we broke up and I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do? I guess I'll be a lesbian. Like, you have to understand also people aren't sharing every part of you going through these own feelings that I didn't even understand myself. You know, even though before I even dated anyone, before I dated guys, I had feelings towards girls. I didn't even know how to process those. I didn't even understand what was going on. Yeah. So it's not like I was hiding that. I just didn't even think of it that way. I had no idea what it was. Like, they're like, oh, you faked it. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I was like, when you try to figure out yourself and then you're also trying to figure out your relationship with other people and you like don't even fathom the fact that like like I wasn't like I might be gay I was like why don't I like this woman yeah (laughs) yeah and then you're in high school which is already tough enough and you're trying to navigate all that and it's just a lot at once and you're trying to get good test scores and you have all this hormonal shit going on and you know it's it's just it's not an easy ABC, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. For some people, it is. Some people know, like, right away, <laughs> yeah. and, like, kudos to them. But for other people, it's more of a journey, and I think it was important for me to share that because I get so many people that just because they don't have the perfect upbringing of, oh, I've never been with someone of the opposite sex. I knew from the start that I was this way, and I just couldn't come out, and blah, blah, blah. That's a valid story too, but that's not everyone's and you don't have to question the way you feel about yourself just because in the past 
you were living in a heteronormative way because that's what... But also those feelings that you had aren't invalidating because you came out or something. Like, those are very real human emotions. It's just the the bigger picture has changed. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the other thing. I think that there's this, uh, this thing in the LGBTQ community that puts pressure on people that when they do come out, they have to throw those other relationships. They need to, like erase their whole history. Yeah. yeah. They have to be like, those weren't real. I'd never felt that way. I felt nothing towards those people. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> I felt nothing towards those people. I just, you know, was confused and I was covering everything up or whatever. I mean, I was confused, but it wasn't in that way. No. Still to this day, I'm like, hey guys, this is my ex-girlfriend. This is my other ex-girlfriend. And I think that there's something completely valid in that. And I think just be true to you and don't feel like you have to fit in this box. I always say your dating history doesn't affect who you are now, whether it is a gay thing or whether it's that you've dated assholes in the past or whatever it may be. I don't think that you should have to decide who you are now and the way you date now based on who you've previously dated. But I think it comes back to the same topic that we talked about week one when people are like, I'm a platinum star gay. Like, like it's not a competition. It's not how gay are you? Yeah. It's like, you're gay. You might be on a different spectrum. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But you're still gay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And also like, who are we to like vote people in? But, I feel like okay, that's such we, a thing. Like Survivor. Survivor. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. You're not gay enough. The tribe has spoken. Out. You're gay! <laughs> <laughs> Out of the closet yeah. you come. Um, yeah, Just, no. Like, catapults them. There is a weird thing in the community of policing people's gayness, which really needs to stop. And it's like really gross and weird. The gay police. The oh, gay police. But I also like... You kind of like want to be the gay police? Imagine like in like little shorts. Like, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> You're like, gay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> With like a breathalyzer. Like, how gay are you? Yes. <laughs> Honey, you can stay. <laughs> Speaking of policing people for their gayness, I was at a work party that I brought Julia to as my date. Mm-hmm. And the dinner was buffet styles, the work Christmas party. And I hear this woman like from three people back, I don't think she knew that I was in front of her, say, it's so weird. Brie isn't gay. I knew her in high school and she always dated guys. Wait, you work with this bitch? Yeah. Mm. Well, not really, because I'm in real estate, so we're just kind of under the same roof. It's not like we're like... Right. in the same company or something. Like, we need to get her fired. <laughs> and it was actually a wife of someone who worked there. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is this woman is, I don't know, middle, middle age fifties. Mm-hmm. So first of all, you didn't know me in high school. You were a mother. You were a mother of someone who went to you my high school. Dirty old bitch. <laughs> Second of all, I know who their kids are and they were not even in my grade or group or like anyone who would have known me personally. So basically this woman who doesn't know me, kids didn't even know me, maybe heard about me at one of the mom and dad fundraiser meetings. I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea why I was in any way the talk of the town. Um, Decided to share with someone else who was just another random colleague that, no, I actually wasn't gay because she knows she knew me. You. She knows me. She knows you. And she knows I dated a guy. So because I dated a guy, I'm actually not gay. It all clicked. You're like, fuck. And when I heard that, I thought, holy fuck, I'm so sorry, Julia. 
I'm straight. I'm straight. I need Thank to God move on. Pamela down the line reminded me. <laughs> yeah. You can stay for the meal, but then we need to. It, you gotta this go. Is done. Yeah. Pamela is like seven roses deep and she. <laughs> She's figured it out. She's figured it (laughs) out. She sees right through me. So it gets crazy. I think that people don't realize how hard it is sometimes and get there for yourself and then feel like you have to prove your sexuality to everyone around you. And I think that they don't get how much people hear of what other people are saying. Like, trust me, if you're out there and you've talked about my sexuality, it's probably come back to me in my small community. I could sit here for the next half an hour and just name all the people that I know have talked shit. There was a point in my life where I wanted to retaliate to each of those people because I felt like I needed to prove myself. Yeah. And oh, oh, are you okay? Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. That was my knee. Jesus. I wonder if the microphone picked that up. My rickety <laughs> bones. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> oh, where I felt like I needed to prove myself to all of those people. That lasted maybe two weeks, and then I was like, "Fuck this." Mm-hmm. And I think actually that was around the time that I started my YouTube channel Uh, because it was kind of my way of like a big fuck you to everyone. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm just going to be me. You can talk all you want. Keep fucking talking, bitches. (laughs) Seriously, it was like almost, (laughs) it was almost empowering. I had two choices to either be like embarrassed and like feel like I had to prove myself to everyone and answer everyone's questions and all this stuff. And then I was like fuck it yeah who are you who are all of you who wants to watch my lesbian youtube channel yeah get ready get ready um so bringing it back to dating yeah oh yeah that's what we're supposed to be talking about before you were with your long-term girlfriend yes whom i adore yes hello julia hi julia love you love you more um were you on any apps like do you have any horror stories do you what is what do lesbians use okay so do you just like do you just like use craigslist (laughs) or like (laughs) u-haul moving ads in the the paper (laughs) we all actually just like hang out in the u-haul parking lots oh or just like drives around the town yeah Yeah. it's actually like who can rent the biggest truck to like a mating (laughs) call it's like she's got the fucking eight wheeler get over there (laughs) no i when i was dating it was just at the start of the tinder thing okay and i knew enough people that i didn't really ever have to delve into the tinder thing there was a long time that i was just wanting to be single so i was never looking for anyone right and i just wanted to do me that was that Mm -hmm. i traveled for a long time and and then when i did get to the point that i was willing to date I guess during that time I've been single, I kind of like had kind of kept my eye on certain girls or certain girls had shown interest that I you have like a list that you a list. Yeah, a black book. (laughs) This sounds so fucked up. This is fucked up, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then I just went and crossed them off one by one. (laughs) You have them like pinned on one of those like serial killer boards (laughs) with the string attached. Oh my god. (laughs) No. But Kind of. <laughs> I just had people in mind. Okay. So I um, never ventured into the Tinder thing. The Tinder. The Tinder. So at that point, there was really only the Tinder. Mm. That was like the first kind of outbreak app. <laughs> outbreak. Put it this way. There's been some outbreaks since <laughs> no, Tinder. T- Tinder, yeah, has caused quite a few outbreaks. <laughs> but a bunch of my friends were on it. 
but I've always been a person that I just don't know if that would work for me. I'm super like energy based and mm. I know I'm one of those. Yeah. I just think we need a lot of energy. <laughs> but okay. Also you are like energy based, but you went to a psychic and she was like, don't read people. So do you really <laughs> read energy? No, she said that I wasn't psychic, like in the sense of I wouldn't connect with the other side, but I'm very, she did tell me that I'm very in tune with people's emotions and like them. Uh, like their energies just not when they and i think it's more just for me i've always been like this my entire life i connect way more with personalities and their people's energy than i do with looks so it's never worked with me the online photo thing right um there's plenty of people that i think are gorgeous when i look at photos the second i meet them might have a completely different opinion. I've never been a, tr- a person like they that's were hiding attra- like a snackle tooth or something. <laughs> I've just never been a person that's attracted to looks. That comes very secondary right. to me. Um, and then usually I think they're just the hottest person ever because it compiles with their personality in that way that like is amazing. What an exhausting statement of yours. But that's, yeah, that's great for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just never been. I Put it this way. Also, Julia's, like, super attractive, so at least... Julia's, like, super hot, so it was, like, perfect (laughs) that it, like, linked up, but I've dated some people that people would probably say, on paper, might not be the typical, beautiful... But their energy... But I love people, like, they're Uh the way they are. Okay. So, I just kind of knew also what I was starting to date, that that wouldn't work for me. I know within every person I've ever dated or had a crush on anything, I know within the first three minutes of meeting them whether I'm going to feel that way or not. Yeah. And if not, I move on. Nothing's ever grown for me. Totally. Like, it's never I'm like I can way. kind of, yeah, figure it out or through dating them, learn more about them. No. It's, like, it's also the I same as, like, friendships, though. If I meet somebody, yeah. I'm like, no, I don't like you. I still, well, it might just be me being stubborn, but <laughs> I'm like, if I don't like you, I don't like you. You're probably not going to change my mind. <laughs> And yet you're here doing a podcast with me, so how weird is that? Yeah, but I liked you from the beginning. Oh, you did? Nice. Wish I could say the same. Oh, you know. I'm kidding. My energies are on fire. (laughs) (laughs) My aura is incredible. Yeah. But yeah, so I never really dabbled into that. And then when I met Julia, I was just like in love. Yeah. I was seriously in love from the night I met her. Okay, moving on. (laughs) You're like, the people don't need to hear this. No. <laughs> and then I've just, since then, I've seen the apps and stuff grow. I know what my friends are doing, what they're on, but I just was never there. Yeah. I mean, you didn't miss anything, but it is kind of fun to like play. Like my friends yeah. would always be like, oh, can I play Tinder? Like it's a game. Oh, I've definitely done that on my friends' yeah. phones. Like yeah. Julie and I went out with this girl the other night to a brewery and she was talking about how she hadn't been on a date in a while and we're like, we're getting on your phone and tindering it up for you sorry i got another email oh ding she really turned those off (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of creepy because in a way it's kind of like catfishy because you're doing it and you're deciding who to swipe well i've had straight like i have like straight guy friends from high school and they've been like oh can you like take my phone because i was like pretty great at tinder um And they're like, can you just take my phone and like just like talk to a bunch of girls? Because like straight guys obviously have no idea like how, how to relate to a woman or anybody. Um, <laughs> but I was like, could you imagine like them like if they do hit it off, they get married, and then I like go up at their wedding, and I'm like, uh, so like April, um, I just want to tell you that you were talking to me for a month. <laughs> 
actually, though, that is the best, yeah. but also the worst. Yeah. So, yeah, Tinder with care Tinder. out there. <laughs> Tinder carefully. Fuck, I'm just, like, <laughs> popping off. <laughs> How many emails do you receive uh, a day? Like so many. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think you briefly told me that there are more than... Okay, let's start here. From what I know, uh-huh. for queer women... So there's Tinder, there's Her... Like, and, like the fucking movie? I don't know. Is there a movie called Her? Yeah, with like Scarlett Johansson. She's like a robot and that guy like dates a robot. Have you not seen Oh, that? yeah. That's is it weird. that? <laughs> is it that? It's exactly like okay, that. Yeah. <laughs> Scarlett no Johansson is a lesbian dating yeah, app. Exactly. A lesbian robot. Okay, Her. Um, what, is Her like Tinder? Is it like Grindr? Like what is Her like? I guess you wouldn't know. I think it's the intention is less straight couples looking for a third than oh. Tinder because there's so much of that. Okay, yeah. Like, about half the people that queer women swipe through are heterosexual couples looking for a third. Mm. Like, the girlfriend will go on and say, looking for a woman. Yeah, like, my boyfriend Bradley and it's like, like wants to, like, spice things up. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, um, hi, I'm not here for that. Like, Hi, I'm not a show. But also, off. sure. <laughs> but also, okay, I'll do it once, but yeah. after that, this is That's really it. disrespectful. And Brad can't join. <laughs> Oh, she won't want Brian to join after the first time. Exactly. Um, So that's all I really know of. I know there's more that are like more niched, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, But those are really the two big ones that I could really off the top of my head think of. (sighs) What else is there? I think there's one in the UK, but I don't know. Plenty of fish. Ooh, that's like a like old people that one. Plenty it? of no, plenty of fish for queer women uh, just is like a, still a thing. Well, good for still you. Still a thing. <laughs> Not for me. I was. What about Christian it. Mingle? J date. No. Oh. Trumpdating.com. Wait, is that a thing? Yeah. Like like Trump brand. It's like Trump's. No, it's just Trump supporters created a website so they could date each other. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, right. It's we like the worst kind of people. Yeah. Yeah. So what do uh, the gay boys got? Um, Tinder, obviously. Mm-hmm. I always found that Tinder was more like people wanting to date. Right. Usually, Grinders like more like hookup. There's like scruff, which I think is like hookup for like scruffier people. I think <laughs> I don't really know. Oh my god. There's Hornet, which is like a grinder for like people that like bugs. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it'd be more like the Bumble. Oh, yeah, maybe. Hornet? Bumble? Yeah. Like, the gay Bumble? Yeah, I could see that. And then there's, like, another one that's, like, on billboards on Davey. Squirt, I think. Squirt? Or something like that. Pardon me? It looks like Grinder, but, like, you have to pay for it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So. What an unappetizing name. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. They're all pretty terrible. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They're all good. Oh, I missed a big one. Tumblr. Oh so, my so god! So many relationships started That's on Tumblr. That's exhausting. Yeah. Do they all look like Halsey too? Yeah, it's <laughs> great. But here's the thing with Tumblr. This is why I like Tumblr. Is that it's the spot if you're not out yet. You know, we were talking about how totally, you date yeah, if you're not yeah. out because you don't want to be sticking your face on dating apps. You're worried about that. So you just got to connect to your Facebook or something else. And then it's not. Uh, dating sites, you're not outwardly outing yourself, right? Right, but, but there's you so can... many steps. Like it's not yeah. like up front. You need to like. I know, follow. but you're not out, so you have to. <sighs> it's exhausting, <laughs> it but it's exhausting. like that's what you have to do because you don't have the option. So instead, you can go on Tumblr and just be like, okay, I have a Tumblr page. That's a, just a regular social media platform, and then you strategically follow 
the people in the sexuality that you're interested in. I don't even know like how to work Tumblr. So Tumblr is super niche. It's like where everyone goes before they come out. Okay. So at least for the the queer women community. Yeah. I don't know about gay men. Because, like, all I was following gays and all just that were like, following me Gays just love women. Tumblr for, like... Pictures? Like, gifs of, like, Britney Spears. And yeah, like, no, and it's like not like that. dicks. Like, gay no. porn Tumblrs. No. Like, is that also why you like Tumblr? <laughs> love it for that. No, queer women is very much, like, used as a meeting of friends and, like, pe- potential people to date. Wow. That's why there's so many long-distance relationships with younger out or not out lesbians. Because if you're not out yet... And you're on Tumblr, you meet someone in, like, Milwaukee, and you're like, okay, this is kind of perfect, because we can have this emotional connection, we can connect to each other and understand each other, because maybe we don't have other people to talk about this sort of stuff to, but it never has to get to that point where it's interrupting each other's personal lives of not being out. Right. Meeting you're not someone in my high school who could out me, um, the distance is almost like a safety net because it never has to be like seen in person together either. Yeah. So it's like, and then some do end up dating and like coming out and then going and like moving to each other, doing the whole list long distance thing. Living at like Tumblr HQ. (laughs) Exactly. There's bunks there. (laughs) But yeah, so that, that's a big thing. So yeah, I guess like winding right back to the beginning, if I had some advice for someone that wasn't out yet, probably use something like Tumblr, but obviously be cautious of who you're talking to. There's so many catfishes out there. Yeah, fuck. That's scary these it's days. It's so scary. It's scary. People catfish, like, even not on purpose. Oh, I know. Like, it's... like ugly catfishing. Like, that's yeah, a thing. That's I a do thing. it a lot. It's a skill of mine. You do you ugly catfish? Yeah, like, I don't look like the pictures that oh, I put on, like, Tinder yeah. or anything. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Does anyone really these days? I feel like you need to be like, okay, they're attractive on social media, so like take a point or two off, and then like that's what they'll yeah, be. Yeah, and then you have to go to like tagged photos. The tagged photos, yeah. Nothing is the truth teller mm-hmm. like a tagged photo. So yeah, I think that the biggest thing is utilize like online platforms in a safe way, meaning don't meet up without a friend knowing where you're going, coming with you, meet up in a public place, don't send personal addresses or information. Or like any information until you've met them. Like just don't do it. Don't tell them where your house is. Um, don't send them money. So yeah, if you're doing it in a safe way, I mean, all the parents are rolling over and dying at me saying that their 14 year olds should go talk to someone online. But the sad thing is sometimes that's the only other person to talk to. But also like they're going to talk to people online. Yeah. Just do it smartly. (laughs) Yeah. So teach kids. Teach to Tumblr tentatively. (laughs) But in a lot of times it, it actually like saves lives because if you're in a community that no one's like you or you're not connecting with or you feel like you can't be yourself, it's a huge outlet to have someone else who understands you, even if they're across the country or across the world. Yeah, exactly. So I know like for a lot of friends, the town that they grew up in didn't have other gay people. So for them, the online connection is really what got them through that. Okay, one day I'll be able to move somewhere else and I'll know these people and I have these online connections and I have these other friends that really know me. And I feel like you're not crazy because there's yeah. other people that exist like you out there and exactly. just not in your little. So I think it's a up. healthy thing if someone's doing it a safe way. And then honestly, you-, you know what is literally like the new dating app though? What Instagram. Totally. Like a hundred percent. No joke. Mm-hmm. Like you see the hots, you follow the hots, you DM the hots. Mm-hmm. Like 
Maybe give it a couple legs first to see if they'll DM. Oh yeah, first. you do. Yeah. You just like toss them like three legs. And Low see down if they, legs. Yeah, def. Oh yeah. yeah, and then they send like four back, and you're like, oh, fuck yeah. Okay, good. It would just spit. Um, <laughs> I got excited there. there. <laughs> Speaking of not being out, we are super excited to be teamed up with InkBlotTherapy.com. A huge thank you to them for sponsoring this podcast. InkBlotTherapy.com is a completely online resource for your therapy needs, which means if you're not out, it's 10 times safer, 10 times more comfortable, and a really, really great way to go get help or just to check in on your mental health without all the other stuff that comes with going out and talking to someone. Definitely. Not yeah. comfortable yet. Exactly. And it's so like... Finding a therapist usually is, is quite aggressive in a way, you know, yeah. that you have to talk to. There's so many steps to it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, I'm not feeling great right now. I want to talk to somebody right now. Usually it's like, go see your family doctor, get a referral, all that. Anyways, yeah. um, Inkblot is great because you can also do it over instant messaging, which is amazing because, first of all, people are so much more comfortable using instant messaging, like texting your therapist. Oh, yeah. Chic. Yeah. Uh, totally chic. And also, if you're maybe in a household that, you know, Skyping a therapist is a little bit too intrusive mm-hmm. or somebody might hear you, you can yeah. always use instant message, which is awesome because it's super safe. Also, I will mention that your first session is completely free. So you can head to inkbottherapy.com right now, check in with your mental health, sign up. It's going to cost you zero bucks. I highly recommend it. I use the service myself. It's phenomenal. So thank you again to Inkblot Therapy. And thanks for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you. Um, I always prided myself on being like decently good at finding the crazies on dating apps before I met them. Like I was pretty good at weeding out the crazies. Right. Which I was happy with. Obviously mm-hmm. that helped me. Like I'm like, mm, this person seems like a little bit insane. Or like this picture is them like up on like a Sunday morning like they're obviously a serial killer you know (laughs) (laughs) they obviously like do productive things instead of being hungover on Sundays it's really weird yeah Yeah. totally Um, but like I've definitely I think I've had like two slip by my like safety net and Mm. like when they slip by they really slip by (laughs) well yeah they finally like got out there yeah okay so what happened um I was, like, on Tinder. I had just, like, gotten out of, like, a two-year relationship. So I was not, like, wanting to jump back into relationships at all. Yeah. So everybody I was meeting, I was like, hey, like, we can go on, like, a date or something, but I don't want to be in a relationship. Like, I'm just not in a place that I feel, like, attaching to another human. So I went out with this guy. He, like, he was kind of giving me, like, a little bit of, like... but like I was like maybe it's fun yeah um I think I also was just really lonely so I was kind of just like (laughs) uh taking it in um so we went (laughs) literally and figuratively yeah (laughs) so both um we went on like a date it was like fine I was like I don't want to date you though and they were like yeah it's totally fine we like kissed it was whatever the date was like whatever yeah um I'm driving them home. I, like, knew where-ish they lived, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know exactly their address or the direct location. So I'm, like, driving them to where I think their home is. And I had shit to do in the afternoon. Like, I was, like, I can go on a date with you, but I, like, have to see my friend. I think it was, like, their birthday or something. So I was, like, I need to be done at this point in time. So it was past that point in time, so I was stressing. 
And we're driving in the car, and I was like, okay, where do you live? And he was like, haha, not telling you. And I was like, fuck, that's so annoying. And I was like, that's not flirty. Like, what are you doing? So then we keep driving, and I was like, no, legit. Like, where the fuck do you live? And he goes, oh, it's 10 blocks back. <gasps> like, I drove by it. And immediately, I was like, he's going to skin me. Oh. <laughs> like that is like so like are you what I would weird. never waste somebody's time like that and also like it's not like fun I told you I'd oh, I was so mad so I drop him off and I'm like he's like he's a serial killer Absolutely. like he's gonna kill me so like time goes on and then that night he's like texting me and about like how like sad he is and I was like I don't want to date you and he was like but that's not how I felt today and like was just being so dramatic when he tricked me yeah and he was like so much younger than not so much I think he was like two years younger than me or something so I was like you know like he's just young like Mm. and he was like can you come explain this to me in person you went on one date with this guy one but yeah oh my I told you he was crazy yeah also if you're listening you know who you are <laughs> like, Hello. let's not play games beach um so he was like can you come explain this to me in person like this isn't what i felt from you and i was like oh my god people are so needy like i told you i didn't want to date like stop falling in love with me it's just like so dramatic yeah. so i idiotically go to his house no. this is like a sunday night i was in bed <laughs> i was wearing like a t-shirt and shorts like short shorts so i was like fine whatever i'll just go to his house take that picture it. for us yeah it was a lonely Sunday evening. I was wearing short, my favorite white and black shorts. Fitted. Um, short. Yeah. Short. Short. Short shorts. A crop top. <laughs> it was hot in my room, but not too hot. <laughs> Anyways, so I idiotically went to his house. I was like, I'll just explain it to him, like, totally. And, like, he was being really dramatic and really sad. And, like, I hated that, too. Because mm-hmm. I'm just such a good person, so I had to go tell him. Um... <laughs> So I get to his house and I'm like, listen, I told you I didn't want to date you. Like, like, it's just not, it's not you. It's me. Like, I'm just not ready for this relationship. And then he just starts like aggressively crying and like, is like, like, this is the worst thing. Oh my God. I can't believe you would do this to me. And I literally, my arms were crossed like over me like the entire time. (laughs) And I just kept saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then he would take breaks from crying to try to kiss me. Oh, and I was like, mm, no. So then literally that went on for like half an hour. I was like, I need to get out of this place. I stood up and he stands in front of the door and like keeps this whole thing going. And then it just kept escalating. Like I would go to the next door and he would do it there. We went outside. Oh my he lived in a, gosh. yeah, he lived in a basement suite. We got to like the stairs leaving the basement suite outside we stood there for like 45 minutes, him crying and trying to kiss me. It was like December. I was wearing <laughs> short shorts. <laughs> and I oh l- literally was shivering. I was like, I'm going to die outside. I finally <laughs> get it. to my car, open my door, and he stands like between me and the door. So I can't no. close it. Still crying. Still trying to kiss me. Oh my Eventually, God. I got him away. I slammed the door and literally floored it like wonder if you know how they live in tokyo you know tokyo drift (laughs) (laughs) great reference (laughs) here's the thing pro dating tip to everyone out there i am not good at playing it cool i'm not one of those people that's good at playing games i'm all up for being upfront. but god i'm also like upfront. like if you're gonna kill me do it (laughs) You're like, I don't want to stand here for 45 minutes. No, I'm like, it's cold as fog. If you want to wear my skin, take it. (laughs) 
Oh my god. <laughs> um, okay, so now we are doing our I Can Explain segment. And that is the segment where we try and explain a topic that we've chosen that kind of relates to the general topic of the podcast. And even if we don't know the answer, we kind of just got to bullshit through it and try our best. Exactly. Yeah. So this week we were thinking dating and I was like, you know what, Brie? I think that you knowing me so well, I think you should (laughs) explain my perfect date. Uh What is just, you know, uniquely experienced with Sean? Okay. I think this is going to be good. Okay. I think I've got this. Um, Sean's perfect date is they would wake up. At a reasonable hour. Not too early, but Can we like... just say, like, did you just assume that I've already slept with the person? <laughs> <laughs> it's the morning after. Sorry, we do that to pre- yeah, we do, like, the whole backstory. <laughs> I didn't mean that, but take the backstory okay. as you will. Okay. Maybe they're waking up in their separate homes. Maybe not. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, they wake... <laughs> okay. You wake up in your separate beds. Mm. The gentleman comes and picks you up. They're going to pick you up. You're going to not really know what you're doing. They're just going to give you an idea of what you should wear. Okay. So it's like kind of a fun surprise, but you know what's going on enough to not feel uncomfortable that you're like, what am I wearing? What am I doing? So enough information is provided. Okay, good. So then they pick you up and they're like, bring your dog. Okay. So you get to bring your dog. Fantastic. Okay. So you bring your dog. They take you to, like, outskirts of town, if you will, and take you to, like, a chic little coffee shop, maybe Squamish. Mm-hmm. Chic little coffee shop that's, like, bomb and pop, and you get, like, some nice little coffees and, like, a dog biscuit for your dog. And then they take you on this hike that's not extreme of a hike where you're worried about, like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be, like, physically challenging mm-hmm. and we're not going to talk and, like, sweaty. But just, like, a nice stroll with your dog, maybe up to, like, a little bit of a view, and then when they get up there, they open up their backpack and they have lunch. Okay. Okay. What are we having for lunch? For lunch. For lunch, you are having um, an assortment of vegan goods. Perfect. <laughs> because they made note that even though they are not vegan, they want to make sure that you are happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so they have like baby carrots. <laughs> <laughs> they just have like a little, like little patch of grass for you to... <laughs> Mows on over to exactly okay um maybe you know some celery sticks mm-hmm. okay yeah um some vegan dips perfect okay love dips and um a couple different local craft brewery beers mm-hmm. cooled of course they of had course. like a cooler in their bag yeah. right and they also brought for your dog a little like doggy bowl mm-hmm. and some water very cute. Right? Yes. Okay, so then they do that, and then they pack it all up, and they're very good to the environment. They don't leave any garbage behind. Excellent. No stone left unturned. And then they walk back down with your dog, and you get, like, a picture on the top. Important. Very important. You know? Mm-hmm. And they ask you, can I post that on Instagram? Not in a creepy way, but, like, in, like, a proud way that they just had a nice experience with you. Cute. And they're, like, wanting to share it because they're proud of being with you. Who wouldn't be? And then they... <laughs> exactly. And then they take you on home and they drop you off and they don't drive you ten blocks too far or, like, lock you in their basement. Amazing. And they say goodbye to you and your dog and... 
they text you like an hour after you get home. Okay. And they're like, hey, I just want to say I had a great time today. Hopefully we can do that again soon. Nothing creepy, but just like I had a wonderful time. Cute. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can fuck with this date for sure. Okay. Yeah. First of all, though, your, your biggest <laughs> miss here is I hate surprises. Oh, even in okay. like even in like a, if somebody told me what to wear, I'd be like, okay, yeah, but what are we doing? Yeah, I hate like that I hate too. surprises okay. and far too anal for that. Okay, um, but I do love the fact that I like went on a date and was like back in bed by like six p.m. That actually is a, a great day for yeah, me. Yeah, like a day date. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that. Um, yeah, I would say I would definitely fuck with that date. Yeah. A gay day date. Yeah, that was good gating. Right? Yeah. Usually I like to do like something really like fucking dumb on a date. Like I'm like, let's like mm. go like go-karting or like oh, okay, something yeah. stupid, like an activity that kind of like is dumb. But I would definitely do that date. Okay. My dog, vegan okay. treats. Yeah. Yeah. Baby carrots? Yeah. I mean, it didn't end on me just getting like absolutely railed on a mountain, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> I'll make note to make sure to slide that in next time. Pun intended. Yeah, slide it right in. <laughs> um, so I can't agree or really disagree with anything you're saying because I don't want to give anything away. So okay. now you're going to have to do the same for me okay. and describe what my perfect date okay. would be. So, your perfect date. You probably start out like decently early. You know, go down to, like, Main Street, go down downtown, go for, like, a walk, like, a good, you know, sunny day walk, just, like, getting to know each other, um, chat kind of thing. Um, stop at a few breweries, get, like, a little bit of buzz on. Yes. Like, a lot of, like, fun and flirty. You eat some, like, corn nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you head out for a cute dinner together okay. just like a cute dinner lit after the breweries uh, yeah you're like pretty buzzed <laughs> <laughs> um you go for dinner i don't know even. where do like, i go for dinner um you're not giving me many specifics so far i've got i've walked around <laughs> you're walking you're drunk um <laughs> sounds about yeah, right honestly you go for like Thai food. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. I feel like you're into some, you know, yeah. some, <laughs> yes, some Southeast Asian. Is that where Thailand is? I don't know. <laughs> Have you been there? <laughs> no. Um, so you go for Thai food. And then I feel like maybe you have, like, some big night planned, but then they're like, you know what, like, I had this big night planned, but, like, I don't know, maybe we just, like, go see a movie or something. Okay. And you're like, okay. Yeah. And maybe you're, like, dressed up even to, like, go on this big <laughs> night, but you're like, let's just go to a movie. Like, let's just do it. Let's fuck it. Quaint. Yeah. Um, and then the movie lets out, you know, and then mm. you're like, I'm still, like, fucking hungry. <laughs> so, oh, okay. That's right. For yeah, sure. Yeah. So you go for, like, ice cream. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, and you're just, like, at the ice cream place, and you're just, like, talking for hours. Like, you're just, like, so into the ice cream. And then... <laughs> and hopefully her. <laughs> no, just the ice cream. Just ice cream. And then they're like, ma'ams, like, we're closing. Ma'ams. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'ams. Misses. Miss I. <laughs> we're closing. You've been here for, like, three hours just, like, eating ice cream and, like, flirting wow. and you're like oh my god I didn't even notice like the time just flew by time flies when you're um, and then they like drive you home because you live together the ice cream employee or the <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like we're actually closing but I'm also a cab driver after hours <laughs> so you're in luck now your date drives you home okay um, there's like like a, a kiss on the mouth I was gonna say cheek and I was, I was like, gonna say on what the is what? this the 30s 
Um, yeah, there's like a mouth kiss. It's very cute. Maybe like a little ass slap too. So it's like, you know, it's cute, but like there's still Mm -hmm. like, it's it's there. And you part your ways and they send you a cute picture and then maybe like a, like a nitpick. (laughs) (laughs) You got a respectful text and I got a nitpick. Okay. So loved it in general. Do you like Thai food? Loved Thai food. So that was like one of the hits. Perfect. Okay. But there was a lot of terrible mistakes (laughs) scattered throughout. First of all. It's dating, of course. Yeah. Started way too early for me. Okay. I like, like, afternoons earliest. Mm-hmm. Okay, so noon on. Okay. You also hate walking. Shit. I hate walking. <laughs> um, so, walking, like, two blocks. Okay. Checking out little stores along the way, maybe, but, like, a longer walk than that, no. But you got drunk. Walking in between the breweries is, is, is great. Perfect. Okay, so, yeah. just not the walk before, but the walking between the breweries, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Breweries was spot on. That's, like, my ideal date is brewery hopping. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Then we went for Thai food. Mm-hmm. Love Thai food. Excellent. So that, that was a great. Shot in the dark. <laughs> because I do, they have a lot of great vegetarian options that I love to fuck with. Um, and then, this is where it really took a terrible turn. Shit. <laughs> if I have social plans, they are not canceled for a movie. Oh, damn. I am not that bitch. I thought it was like a, like, you know, like, we don't have to try. I get it. But no. But no. <laughs> I love going out and being around so many people. Like, I'm a super extrovert, so... It's a really busy movie, though. Okay. <laughs> so, so I love the idea of... Also, once... This is the biggest problem with it. If it was just deciding, but the fact that you said we had plans and then we canceled them... No, no, no. I don't cancel plans. And also, once I have my head set on something, it, like, fucks with me if we're not going to do it anymore. Oh, okay. So, like, the whole day I would have been thinking, okay, and then tonight we're going to this event, or we're going out on the town, or whatever. Right. And then I'd be like, oh, want to go to a movie? And I'd be like, wah, wah. I'm in this gown. Me? Like, I'm ready to hit the dance floor. I'm and still drunk my- from the breweries. <laughs> exactly. So, if any other night, movie would have been fantastic, but that night, like, I'm even, like, when you were talking about it, I was pissed off. I'm like, why am I at this movie? Okay. I had plans. Okay. So that was rude of you to cancel my plans. I mean, I didn't expect it was like a nighting or something. Like it wasn't like... (laughs) Any plans or plans, okay? Okay, true. So, but like, let's just say for the sake of it that we didn't have those plans we went to a movie. Good choice. Love going to a movie. Okay. But also at this point, it's getting long. It's getting... I don't like to spend that much time with someone. Once I'm with them... Like, in a relationship, absolutely. So the talking for hours over ice cream is also a hard no. It's just that, like, we already talked for hours earlier over the breweries, and then it's like, then we went to Thai, (laughs) and then we went to a movie, and then we went to an ice cream shop to close. (laughs) But then she Ubered you home. Okay, so the the drive home was fantastic. Mm. Um, Kiss on the mouth, fantastic. Mm. Always looking for that. Would have gone for a butt squeeze opposed to a slap. It was just like a, a touch. <laughs> I mean, specifically a squeeze okay. is what we're looking How for How do you here. feel about the nitpick, though? Nip, a uh, little aggressive. Okay. A little aggressive. But it's just a nipple. It's just one. No, not saying, like, free the nip. Okay. I'm, I'm not, I'm not thinking a nipple is shocking. It's more just like, why are you sending me a picture of your nipple? I know, it's 9 p.m. and it's like <laughs> Thursday. It's only 9 p.m. that I went to that ice cream shop close. We've been to Thai, a movie. <laughs> You guys walk quickly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all around fantastic. There's a lot of high points. Perfect. So, like, would you get a second date? Um, yes, but after a conversation of, like, 
do you like to go out or are we always going to just do this? Okay, that's Like, fair. are we going to just be introverted and only hang out with each other? Or are we still, like, open to social things and that was just, like, a one time, like, we just feel like being alone? Okay. That would be that would be the thought process that went through my mind. Like, fair. Yeah. this person is going to be one of these people that I just watch movies with in my basement and never see daylight again. So one of my dates. <sighs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but all around, fantastic. Perfect. The breweries were a hit. The Thai food was a hit. Ice cream was a hit. Um, the mouth kiss was a hit. I like that you upped that from the cheek. I was a little concerned. Yeah, I was like, I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, so I think all around, like, we did fairly good. I think we had. Had two, like, decent dates. Yeah. Yeah. And neither of us were that creative. No. We, we also didn't get safe. lucky, either of us. Yeah, we didn't. So. Oh, yeah. Date number two, baby. <laughs> Fuck me on that mountain, baby. (laughs) Let's talk about dating off of apps. Because I think that heterosexual people don't get how much harder it is. Yeah. You know? Like, the example I always give is if a heterosexual person sees someone in a coffee shop that they're interested in. There's like a 90% chance. Like, they don't even... Doesn't even probably cross their mind. They're surprised if they're not interested because they're gay. Mm-hmm. So really, all they're worrying about is... Getting those be, digits. Yeah, would they be interested in me or not? Yeah. And you, they don't realize that for a queer person, it's, okay, would they be interested in me? But also, There's am like, I reading this right? <laughs> Are they interested in me? Are they out? Like, yeah. in either type? Like, there's so many By other me questions. going up to them, am I making them uncomfortable because they're sitting with a friend that they like might not be out with? they're sitting with their Catholic mother. <laughs> like. It's a whole other thing. Yeah. And I, I've actually been in that situation where... The Catholic mother. Well, kind of. Mm. I was seeing this girl. I wouldn't even call it seeing. I went on a date with her, and there was plans for another date. And in between the two, I saw her out with her family. Oh my god. And had no idea how to read the situation. Do I go over and say, hey, is that gonna put her in an uncomfortable position where she has to explain who I was? Yeah. Um in you that conversation. You're like a server. Well <laughs> am I gonna walk up and she's gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah, this is my friend from because you know moms are gonna be like, oh how do you know each other? Yeah. Where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. And she's gonna have to create a story and then she's gonna be embarrassed that she's doing that because then she's going to be like, oh my gosh, Brie's going to think that. It's like such a lie because it's like, oh, this is Brie. Like, she ate me out on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) You went there. Um, But yeah. (laughs) So it's one of those things where it's a whole other level. I really didn't. And honestly, I avoided it. And then I just brought it up when we hung out. I was like, I actually saw you. I don't know if you saw me. And they're like, I totally did see you. And I was like, I just didn't know how to read the situation. And they were, I feel like if they were saying that they saw you, that means you that read means it. That means I read it right. right. Because or I else just, they would have been like, Bray! Yeah. Bray! I got the feeling of like, oh yeah, kind of like, keep walking. Yeah. So there's this whole other level of all of that, right? Um, but I also think like, 
even in movies about like gay romance and especially straight romances, like they make like meet cutes such a thing. Yeah. Like, oh my God, like I was just like at the grocery store and I dropped like a single rose and like <laughs> this attractive man picked it up for me. <laughs> when in real life, I like drop my gum at the grocery store <laughs> and some guy picks it up and is like, nice heels, fag. And I'm like, meet cute. <laughs> The narrator's like, and that was the beginning of a love story. (laughs) Oh my god. It just like doesn't but I feel like that must happen more. It probably is not at all accurate for straight people, but they they have a better chance. Yeah, it's just it's just pure fact-based of percentage-wise. And I also think that heterosexual people over assume their facts. Yeah. So like most heterosexual people, and I'm speaking generally would assume straightness on anyone that they see. So they think you are interested in them. Yeah. So I've definitely been on that side of it where I'm the shocker. Like a guy asks me out the amount of times I can't even count that I say, no, sorry, I have a girlfriend. Oh, are you bi? Would you be interested in me too? You're like, As if bi- no, I have a girlfriend. Yeah. Also, even if I was bisexual. You're gross. Like, <laughs> you're gross, crusty ass. It doesn't mean that I want you too. That's not what being bisexual is. It doesn't no. mean that you're like, I need both to fit a void. I'm in a committed relationship. I'm telling you I'm not interested. Now Take is the not hint. the time for you to battle me on Keep it. walking, Tony. <laughs> Keep walking. <laughs> but also, you know, in the whole meet cute situation, that's why you like, I just try to set myself up. Like, always Starbucks, you know? Yeah. Not Tim Hortons, because Starbucks, gayer. Oh, always like okay. Whole Foods, gayer than Safeway, Way gayer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So just like set yourself up. Give yourself <laughs> the best percentage. <laughs> and then that's where you come into like gay bars and gay events, is that at least walking in there, you're kind of on the flip side. If you hit on someone and they're like, whoa, whoa, I'm straight. It's like, well, you're in my space. So sorry for the assumption, but you're here. And this for once is a space where we can kind of assume queerness, not assume that you want me at all. That's a good idea though. Also like set up potential meet cutes specifically at gay events. You know? Well, there is that. But like come with like a stack of books. There's lesbian speed dating. No, I'm I'm picturing like very like I'm walking with like a full set of books oh, and then I like crash into someone and drop them. In the middle know, of the dance floor. And someone's still like, nice heels, fag. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you can't escape it. <laughs> it's the same guy. <laughs> then you know he's just yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, so Wait, there's lesb hold on. <laughs> what is lesbian <laughs> is speed dating? Um, Just well, I guess the part. politically correct would be queer women speed dating. I hate that it's called lesbian speed dating, but in most cases it is. Um, I guess it's just a woman looking for a woman, whether you're bisexual or unlabeled, whatever. Yeah, so tell me about the lesbians. You're like, okay, so the lesbian speed dating. The lesbian speed dating, as advertised, is you pay like 20 bucks a head. You go and you literally old school speed date it at a bar. They host it at Junction, like during the day sometimes. Oh my God, can I go? It's been at the pint. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> I kind of look like a lesbian some days, though. Yeah, you like are right now, like actually. Flannel this haircut, yeah. also. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, That's offensive. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's offensive. It's your haircut. Say what you want about it. My uh, haircut isn't offensive. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then they just rotate and hope for the best. That's really fun. I like that. 
I think it's really fun. Um, I also can't think of something worse for myself to do. No, it's a nightmare, but also like fun nightmare. Fun nightmare. Yeah. And also, I like. Here's a problem. Don't you wish you could see who the other sign-uppies are? Yeah, if you could like Tinder it first. Yeah, mm. like when people paid their twenty bucks to profile get a headshot. Went up. Yeah, oh, but I thought you weren't about looks. You were about energy. <laughs> Caught ya. <laughs> I mean, to a certain extent. Okay. <laughs> Come on, you gotta be attracted. But I no, I honestly, I just have, I have a type too. Which is? It's um, Julia. Okay. But no, actually, like she is my type to a T. When I found her, I was like, thank you to the gay gods, and mm. I've told her this. Like, I pump her ego up way too much. And yeah, you just stop. cut her down. Yeah, seriously. Um, I like. Tomboy. Mm hmm. Tomboy. Boy. Exactly. I'm learning. <laughs> Dress. So, like, I like when they shop in the men's department. Is it me? Typically. Uh, yeah, it's literally you um, from neck down, and with the exception of in between the legs. <laughs> I'll just skip that section. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, so more masculine style. And then um, long hair, though. Okay. Like, I want, like, a That is mask. so, like, specific. It is. Also, it always, like, for the first few times I met Julia, I was mm-hmm. like, she has short hair. And then, she wears it back, yeah. Oh, my... When she pulled it out of her shirt, Ooh. I was like, what, like, buffoonery is this? So I was locks. This, it's so long, so beautiful. So luscious. Also, this was gonna be a segue into, like, the next part of gay dating that I was gonna talk about, where okay. we're talking about types. Mm-hmm. And, like, <laughs> there's, like, a thing in the gay world. Not everybody. Some people don't do it at all. Yeah. But, um... People always ask me what my type is, uh-huh. and I'm essentially like, ah, uh, how do I say this? Um, myself. <laughs> you actually like yourself. Like, like the people that I'm, like, attracted to. Are you? Not, like, I didn't really think about it that way, but, yeah. like, everybody has made me, like, aware. aware of it. I like people, like, I'm not into, like, super muscular guys. I mm-hmm. like, like, thin, like... Kind of like nerdy looking almost. I don't, I don't I'm that part's not me. <laughs> <laughs> like I do not look intelligent at all. Um, but like like yeah, and the amount of times that I've like my parents have met somebody and they're like, well, Sean thinks very highly of himself because he's dating you. himself. Yeah. Oh my they like gosh. make like a joke about it now. That's like so if funny. I bring someone home, it's like, That's how much so does he look funny. like Sean? Yeah. But then sometimes I'm like, plot twist. <laughs> I tend to like a more feminine personality, though. Now okay. I'm thinking about it. Like, that would be my... T- and here's the thing. I'm, I, just, I'm, I just don't really like personalities. <laughs> <laughs> I've been open to everything, but everyone in my life that I am instinctually drawn to is that type. Is a masculine dressing, but then long hair... And like, that is feminine quite personality. I, it's weird, but yeah. like almost always, anyone that I'm immediately drawn to, like anyone I've had crushes on, anything, is that. And anyone in the community will know that is definitely a type. Yeah. Okay. It's 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 there. Um, and I've dated people out of that, but like the, the full blown connection right away has always been that type. Okay. And when I saw Julia. It was like to a T. Okay. Everything I wanted. And then I talked to her. I literally pointed across the room and was like. That one. <laughs> Weren't you wasted too? Oh yeah. yeah. It was like four in the morning so when the lights I was came on. pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went over and talked to her. And within five minutes, I was like, oh my God, perfect. In love, obsessed with you. And then I just. Whew. 
stalked her. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And um, here we are. I tricked her into dating me somehow. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I know types are weird because I used to always say, oh, I don't have a type. I don't have a type. I'm open to whatever. And the truth is, I was open to whatever, but I always just navigate back to that type. Just like that core gut, I'm into you instinct is that. Mm -hmm. It's weird. It's hard to avoid. And for you, it's you. It's me. Like when people are like, when people get mad and they're like, oh, fuck yourself. And I'm like, babe, what if I could? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, we can clone a goat. We're almost there. (laughs) Oh my God. Also, you know, they can clone humans, but they're like not legally allowed to do it. Well, yeah, of course they can. Because they have all the the tools. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know what you think cloning tools are. Like I'm... (laughs) No, but like if they can take genetics from all these bazillion other things, they're yeah. trying to save species by cloning. Do you know rich people who like love their dogs I know. can get like a dog, like a new dog? That's horrifying. It's the same dog. Wait, I love it though. You you would do that? A hundred percent. No, you I wouldn't. I love my dog. Yeah, I would. Oh. I would clone them like while she exists too. So there's just like five of them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would never do that. That's so creepy. one of them so dies, creepy. it doesn't really matter. That's so Four creepy. more. <laughs> just get another dog. There's yeah. so many dogs. No. No, you like yours. Yeah. It's like you. You like you, and you want another one of your dog. Yeah. There's like ten of me and ten of my dogs. Just the same. <laughs> <laughs> John's perfect life. Honestly. Oh. So with that, I just want to welcome you guys back to our next segment. KSMR. So if you tuned into our segment last week, you heard our first KSMR noise, which was a drum roll. This is an ASMR drum roll. sound of a pride flag waving so i hope you guys knew what that was and if you don't fucking you're not gay (laughs) this is this week's gay smr noise make sure to head over to our instagram page at i can explain podcast to sound off in the comments to what you think this week's gay smr is if you want to see what we really look like, make sure to follow us on our personal social media at Sean.Lusk and at Brianne Williamson. You can also follow us on our podcast social media at I Can Explain Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to interact with us over there. Let us know what kind of topics you wanted to hear. And we're excited to continue on this journey with all of you. Thank you so, so much for listening. And we'll see, see you around, around the neighborhood. <laughs>